0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money. From student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth, we will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. Should you refinance your student loans before you have to start paying them again? So there are many reasons why you should and should not refinance your student loans. First, we take a look at when you should refinance your student loans. While refinancing activity occurs throughout the year, often peaks in November and December, right around the time of the expiration of the six-month grace period after students graduate. Refinancing so soon after graduation, however, may not be optimal because credit scores decrease with each year in school as credit utilization increases. It takes several years of steady employment and on-time bill payment for credit scores to improve. However, interest rates on private student loans are currently at or near record lows. So even if you have less than stellar credit, borrowers who qualify for a lower interest rate, especially if they apply with a credit-worthy cosigner. With that said, how does refinancing actually save you any money? For a lot of borrowers, the most important question is whether refinancing is gonna save them money, of course. So from a financial perspective, refinancing is worthwhile if it can reduce the interest rate significantly or accelerate repayment. Either will reduce the total cost of the loan. Refinancing can save money in two ways. One way is, of course, reducing the interest rate. The other way is if refinancing yields a shorter repayment term. Shorter repayment term yields a higher monthly payment, which reduces the total interest paid over the repayment term. So, to get a lower fixed interest rate, often you have to agree to a shorter repayment term. The shorter the repayment term, the lower the interest rate. That's because lenders factor in the likelihood that interest rate will, rates will start rising as time passes. So, a shorter repayment term may also increase the monthly loan payment even with a lower interest rate, so keep that in mind. Most of the savings from refinancing will come from having a shorter repayment term not from actually having a lower interest rate. People often mistakenly believe that cutting the interest rate in half will cut the monthly loan payment in half. But cutting the interest rate in half actually reduces the payment by like, you know, 10% to 20%, depending on the repayment term, since most of the payment goes to principal, not interest. So a 1% point decrease in the interest rate will save about five to six bucks a month for each $10,000 in student loan debt. Not that significant. So how long will interest rates remain this low? That's the big question. It's not possible to predict interest rates, as there's a lot of uncertainty to it, but it seems likely that interest rates will start increasing soon. The Federal Reserve Board previously said it will not increase interest rates until 2023, prioritizing full employment over controlling inflation but unemployment rates have decreased significantly, in part because jobs creation and in part because some workers just decided to retire early during the pandemic. So interest rates will start rising in the first quarter of 2023, plus or minus a quarter. Most likely interest rates will increase by one or 1.25% by the end of 2023 and an additional 0.75% by the end of 2024. However, the Fed has already started tapering off its buying of bonds. Buying of bonds drives up bond prices and decreases the interest rates on bonds. Ending the buying of bonds will cause bond prices to drop and interest rates to increase. Should you refinance your federal loans? The big question. So federal consolidation loans do not reduce the cost of of federal student loans. Now, interest rates on new federal student loans are fixed rates that remain the same for the duration of the loan. Each year's new loans have a new fixed rate, but borrowers with older federal loans cannot refinance them into new federal loans to take advantage of the new lower interest rates. Instead, the interest rate on a federal consolidation loan is the weighted average of the interest rates on the loans included in the consolidation loan rounded up to the nearest eighth of a percentage point. The use of the weighted average preserves the cost of the loan. For example, suppose you have two federal student loans, one for $5,000, one for $7,500, at 5% and 6% respectively. The weighted average of the interest rates is equal to $5,000 times 5% plus 7,500 times 6% divided by 5000 plus 7500 equals 5.6 percent rounding this up to the nearest eighth of a point yields a consolidation loan interest rate of 5.625 percent the monthly loan payments assuming a 10-year repayment term were fifty three dollars and three cents on the five grand loan and eighty three dollars and twenty two cents twenty seven cents rather on the seventy five hundred dollar loan a total of one hundred thirty six dollars and thirty cents per month the consolidation loan has a monthly loan payment of one hundred thirty six dollars and twenty eight cents on a ten-year term yielding almost no reduction in the monthly loan payment the only option for changing the interest rates on federal loans is to refinance them into a private student loan this might yield a lower interest rate if the borrower or cosigner if any has excellent credit but Refinancing federal loans into a private student loan will cause the loans to lose the superior benefits of federal loans, such as longer deferments, forbearances, income-driven repayment, loan forgiveness options, and the current payment pause and interest waiver. There are a few other factors that may influence whether borrowers choose to consolidate or refinance their federal student loans. The payment pause is ending on January 31st, 2022, and this may lead to an increase in refinance activity in February 2022, when federal loans no longer have the equivalent of a zero interest rate. The prospect of broad student loan forgiveness might cause borrowers to hesitate before refinancing. Broad student loan forgiveness, if it does occur, is most likely to happen very soon, before the midterm elections. The student loan forgiveness may be limited to federal loans held by the U.S. Department of Education, like the payment pause and interest waiver. If so, refinancing federal loans into a private loan may cause the borrower to miss out on student loan forgiveness. Yikes. The Limited Public Service Loan Forgiveness PSLF waiver requires federal family education loan program loans and federal Perkins loans to be consolidated into a federal direct consolidation loan prior to October 31, 2022. The borrower must also file an employment certification form or apply for PSLF using the PSLF help tool before the deadline. Should you refi private loans? There are no prepayment penalties on private student loans, so nothing stops a borrower from refinancing their private loans if they can qualify for a lower rate. Some borrowers have refinanced their private loans multiple times, each time to a lower interest rate. Refinancing could be a good option for borrowers who have excellent credit scores or who have student loans from several years ago when interest rates were higher. If the borrower's credit score has improved or the borrower applies with a credit-worthy cosigner who has a better credit score, they might qualify for a lower interest rate. But here's a reason why you shouldn't refi your student loans. A huge drawback of student loan consolidation and refinance is that it replaces multiple loans with a single loan. This might streamline repayment, but it also prevents the borrower from targeting the loan with the higher interest rate for quicker repayment. Consolidation and refinance do not save money if the new interest rate is higher than the weighted average of the current interest rates on the borrower's loans. Accelerating repayment of the loan with the highest interest rate instead of refinancing, saves money by reducing the average interest rate paid by the borrower. Since student loans do not have prepayment penalties, nothing stops a borrower from making extra payments on their loans even without refinancing. Just be sure to tell the lender that the extra payment is an extra payment and not an early payment of the next installment. So important. (laughs) Consider the total cost of the loan. So when considering whether to refinance or not. Compare the monthly loan payment and the total loan payment before and after refinancing the loans. This is especially important if the refinance has a different repayment term. A longer term might reduce the monthly loan payment, but increase the total loan payments. A shorter term might reduce the total, but increase the monthly. Thus, a change in the repayment term can affect the cost of the loan as much, if not more so, than any reduction in the interest rate. If you want to qualify, here's how to do it. So the new interest rate on a private refinance will depend on the borrower's credit score, and the credit score of the cosigner if you have one. Interest rates can vary from about 2% to 12%, depending on the credit score and lender. There are a few things you can do to increase your likelihood of qualifying for a private refinance with a lower interest rate. Graduate from college. Students who drop out of college are less likely to be approved for a private refinance because they're more likely to default on their student loans. Pay your bills on time, by the due date. Pay down debt. Maintain steady employment. Avoid deferment and forbearance, unless absolutely necessary. Borrowers who need to temporarily suspend repayment are more likely to default. Apply for refinance with a credit-worthy co-signer. Lenders base credit decisions on the higher of the two credit scores. So, if the cosigner has better credit, it increases the likelihood of approval. It also can yield a lower interest rate, even if the borrower could qualify for a refinance on their own. Shop around with different lenders, several lenders, to find the lowest interest rate available to you. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful to you in deciding whether or not to refinance your loans. And if you want more information, you want to dig a little bit deeper into this topic and so much more, it's at thecollegeinvestor.com. Tons of helpful tips for you as you start to pay off your student loans again. Thanks again for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.